Uh, welcome to the Running Intermittent Fasting and Weight Loss Podcast. I am Tadrees Parker from RunToTheBestYou.com. They call me Coach. Coach of what? Well, we have running, coaching weight loss, and with Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, we've been helping people get healthy one step at a time since 2013. And you also can consider me your motivational coach, your accountability coach. See, what's easy to do is also easy not to do. And so you need someone that can help you stay accountable to the goals that you say that you would like to achieve. When you're sitting at the doctor's office and the doctor tell you that you need to get, you know, lose 20 pounds, get healthier today. And you're like, OK, OK, what do I need to do? You need to eat right. You know, OK, OK, here, here's some medication that may be that may be able to help you. OK, and then that motivation that you got from the doctor's office may only last a few days. I don't have studies to show <laughs> to give me the statistics, but that's what happens at times. You know what I'm talking about. And so in our podcast, we want to give you the motivation, connect with us on different uh, arenas, whether it's our Facebook or YouTube channel. All right. So what we're going to talk about today is uh, the midway point. Last week's podcast was about the beginning, my beginning journey. Today, we're going to talk about my midway point. I could be in my midway point right now. I still do not know. But what I would consider my midway point, I'm going to share that with you. And we're going to talk about your midway point towards your goal. Okay, maybe you started off with a goal of losing 30 pounds and you've lost 15 already. Have you started to notice the difference? Have you seen the difference in your pictures? Okay. In today's podcast, we're also going to discuss uh, what breaks the fast. Okay. So we're going to answer some questions that came across this week. Does stevia break your fast? Okay, we're going to talk about stevia, the, the so-called health benefits, and also the dangers that we can find ourselves in picking up the wrong type of stevia. Then we're going to answer a question uh, that pertains to running. This, this question came in about having a sore IT band. And what this person can do. We're going, we're going to delve into that as well. So before we get started into our main topics today, I just want to like update everybody as to like the week that was. It was a great week. I hope you had a great week. I hope those that listened to episode one, okay, I hope that uh, you were inspired by it. I, I have gotten some good feedback from episode one. Very motivational, says Ed. Um Jamie says, this actually kept my attention the whole way. TJ, he said that it was impressive, <laughs> okay? And our, our friend Allison, who listened to it, was very excited to hear more and said, keep them coming. And so we thank you for the listener feedback that we have gotten from episode one. And again, I'm looking to bring that, that energy every single week. So what happened this last week... Um, the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You 5K that happened the first Saturday in June, okay? Last year, only uh, after the race was over, the class, the local group that I trained, uh, Couch to 5K Beginners Program, the group that I trained, a lot, a lot of them like took time off for the summer, you know, they're busy, got things going on, and we had about four people that showed up 
the following weeks after our big crescendo race the first Saturday in June. About four or five people, okay? And we would meet every week still and uh, get ready for a race that was happening in like late July, okay? But now, the good stuff that is happening is, is unbelievable. We've had like close to 20 people uh, on Tuesday and Thursday come out. And people of all like levels. We have our walking group, okay? We have our individuals that's on the next level for the second time. So they're in phase two of the next level. So not only did they did, not only have they done the Couch to 5K program, knocked out their 5K or two, or for some even more, and now they're training for more speed. They're training for to, to get more distance under their belt. And every single time they do these trainings and they show up to another 5K, they are so happy with the results, you know? Sometimes people don't like speed work. It's, it's a little demanding, right? Um, but for the next level on our earlier stages, you, you're doing like four quarter mile sprints and they don't have to be all out sprints. You're just going for a quarter mile at a faster pace, you know? And some of our members uh, <laughs> sometimes finding a challenge and didn't want to do it at first. But then when they showed up at these 5K events and they got personal best, they learn to appreciate those Tuesday workouts. But on Tuesday and Thursday, both days, we had nearly 20 some people out there. Siblings, uh, we had uh, mother and daughters out there and of all ages. So it's, it's really good to see. And I'm going to tell you one of the reasons why the growth has been what it has been. And that is because of the keeping it real nutrition guide that you can pick up on our website for free at run to the best It says right up at the top, grab your free nutritional guide. And because of the community, when we post our pictures on Facebook or social media and so forth, people are seeing individuals in our community just shrink before their eyes and they are wanting to know what are you doing and so these individuals see we used to run all the time but that we have the results like you can run all the time but if you drink a, a lot of beer or you eat the pizza because you just ran and all this stuff is happening you're not getting the results that you're looking for but if you could take the pieces of the puzzle eat healthy no processed foods eating real foods, meat, potatoes, <laughs> vegetables, and fruit, right? So plenty of salad. You can make the salads very interesting. You can, you know, um, dress it up with making your own homemade salad dressing with olive oil, apple cider vinegar, some, some, some spices. And now you have your own salad dressing that doesn't have all these chemicals in there. And next thing you know, when you go for a run, even if it's only 30 minutes, you're getting the best maximum result because you're feeding your body with the best fuel. It's kind of like going to the gas pump and asking for premium gas. When you're eating the right foods, your body is going to run and lose weight and do everything to an optimum level. So those were the things that happened. We had nine people sign up to the Keeping It Real Challenge on Tuesday. So throughout the week, we've been giving them some motivation. They've been motivating each other within our Facebook group. And uh, exciting news also came down this week where I did the math. October 21st or so is the Atlantic City Half Marathon. So 18 weeks from now, 
which this is week one. This is going to be their first week training for the half marathon that's going to happen in October. So that's pretty exciting. They've been waiting for the schedule to come out of what they are to do every single weekend. And that is going to drop today or tonight. And uh, when you get this podcast, it'll be Monday morning. And that's those were the things that happened. That was awesome this past week. There are 18 weeks. There's like about five of us, uh, five of them that will be doing their very first half marathon. And for me, it would be my 13th if I don't sneak one in before then. All right. So let's transition to the midway. Okay. Let's let's switch gears a little bit and talk about the midway. Where are you at in your current journey? Do you know where it started? Do you know where what your destination is? Where you would like to be? And if you have a destination in mind, perhaps when you get there, it might change again. Okay, so for me, in 2009, when I ruptured my patellar tendon, I was 217 pounds. I had no idea that I allowed myself to get up that high. And I took 10 pounds off naturally due to having my surgery, doing some rehab, couldn't work out like crazy. I just did the exercise bike and lost my first 10 pounds, was able to keep that off for a while. And then when I started taking my health a little more serious, when I tried to help a family member out that wanted to lose weight, and I said, you know, I can do this as a business and you can do this for weight loss. This is when we got involved with this nutritional company where we were selling products. Um, I'll do it as a business, but I had to uh, take the products so I knew how I felt and I felt good. I was losing weight, everything like that. But when I first started, I was 207 pounds. Okay. And I may have mentioned this in episode one, but the year before I was using my fitness pal app, I was calculating calories. I learned about my fitness pal app. I was calculating calories. I was starting to get back into running 5Ks. I picked up this book and followed the schedule to a T, got an amazing time. And at that race, I, was, I got down to 185 pounds. So I was excited. I went from 217, 207, down to 185. But I ended up putting the weight back on over the summer and fall. So now I'm 207 pounds again. I'm learning about this nutrition. I'm helping people, helping, including one of my family members. And things are going okay. Okay, I'm starting to run again. Everything, my speed's coming. It's getting better, right? And I started the the run program. And so now I brought people to a race in April of that year. Was it May? No, it was about April or so. Okay. And as I'm going through the process of getting back down to 185, you know, I, I didn't really, wasn't seeing the result. But in June of that year, at my son's graduation, okay, I can't believe it's been that long. He graduated back in 2013. There was a picture taken of me, his older brother, my son that was graduating, and my, like, six-year-old or how old was he back then? Man, he was about four, four or five years old, my youngest son. So we get this picture. I take a look at it, and I'm like, whoa. I can see the difference now. And a lot of my clients that we help, 
they sometimes don't see it as they're going through the process. And I kind of want to just say to appreciate the journey as you're going through the process. You may not see it, but people will start noticing. Sometimes it takes four weeks for you to notice. Sometimes for a lot of individuals, it does take longer than that. I'm kind of paraphrasing a quote that I saw, which, which said something like, it takes four weeks for you to notice, eight weeks for your family to notice, and uh, 12 weeks for the rest of the world to notice. So kind of be patient and, and, and you know, take your time. Basically, it doesn't matter how long it takes other people to notice. What really matters is how you're feeling. And don't just use the scale as the barometer of whether you feel good or not or whether you look good or not. Okay, worry about how you are feeling every single day. And the pictures and the scale will take care of themselves. If you're doing the right things, you know, sticking to real wholesome foods. And, and again, I know it's not easy. I know it's a challenge, but putting yourself in a good situation will allow you to be successful. Okay. And then, like I said, so now I'm feeling good. I see this picture. I see my cheekbones, <laughs> you know, I was holding a, I had a picture of myself in the beginning where I was holding a bowling ball. One of my first before and after photos was me holding a bowling ball. And I just, and when I would show people that picture, I would tell people, this is what I felt like. I felt like a bowling ball holding a bowling ball, you know, but, uh, in that six month picture, when I started to see my cheekbones, it was like, man, you know, I I look pretty good in this picture. Right. And then people started complimenting me saying that, uh, oh, I thought you were your oldest son. I thought you were TJ when you walked by, you know, and though that was starting to feel good. That's that's when I felt like I made it. I didn't know I was at the midway point of my weight loss journey at that time. I thought basically, yo, I'm good. I, I made it right. I was 185 pounds pushing. Maybe I was getting closer to 180. I was helping clients out, showing them how I lost 20, 25 pounds. Right. And I was feeling good about things. But in my Fitness Pal app, I had a goal of 165. And I'm saying, like, sometimes I would sit down with the clients and I would tell them, you know, this is how I, I lost my 25 pounds. And, you know, if you if you use these products, X, Y, Z, you know, and I can lose more. I just got to get a little more focus this is what I would say, say to them. Right. And then. You know, fast forward about a year or so after that, you know, I, I did start getting a little more focused. I did get down to about 175 pounds, but then I went right back up to 180, 185. And things didn't really stick for me until in two, 2018 when I started to talk about this uh, elimination process, eliminating the problematic foods for those 30 days, whether it, you know, it's dairy, soy, alcohol, grains of all kinds and legumes, right? And uh, if I miss one, I'm sorry, but eliminating those things for 30 days. And then I, when I reintroduce things one at a time, now I know what effects each one of those food groups have on me and what I should avoid forever or just have occasionally. And so back then you couldn't tell me nothing when I was 185 pounds, 180 pounds. But then in 2018, leading into the 2019 Disney half marathon, and I get on a scale and I'm 160. Uh, four, 163, I'm like, before that 165 on my fitness pal app, 
even though I set that as a goal, I had no idea that how I was going to obtain it. I didn't think that it was possible. It's just a, a long-term goal, but am I really going to get it? Because every week I keep going up a pound or two or going down and up and down and up and down. It wasn't until I changed my mindset, kind of made things more black and white. And when I talk to, when I talk to you guys about um, health tips, I try to give you two different scenarios, two different ways to look at things, okay? Because I do believe that there is more than one way to skin a cat in some situations. But in other situations, at times, it has to be black and white. A person that is struggling with alcohol and they go to uh, one of the meetings to get help, they can't have one drink. So maybe you can't have just one ice cream because it turns into the gallon. It turns into two cartons. It turns into chips and, and, and everything else. So, so sometimes you need that black and white. You can't have these food groups because it will drive you crazy. Um, I was listening to a different podcast um, and one of the hosts were saying that she loves cheese, but she knows it doesn't agree with her. It's easier for her to say no to the cheese than to say yes, even though she loves it, because she knows that she will eat like a pound of it and then it's going to throw her into a tizzy, okay? And so, again, don't want to talk out of two sides of my mouth, but appreciate the journey where you are, no matter where you are at right now. You could be just starting losing your first pound this week, losing your first two pounds this week, okay? You're nowhere near the midway point. Okay, but appreciate what you're doing. Appreciate the steps that you're taking today, because a year from now, three years from now, five years from now, your future self will go back, would want to go back in time and thank you for the decisions that you made today to get healthy. And when I was in that midway point, uh, I have in my notes here about plateaus. You know, it took it takes changing some things up to break a plateau. A person could be 300 pounds and lose 10 pounds in the first week because they came off of sugar and and, uh, salt and these different things that could be holding water. So they lose all this water weight, right? And then they're feeling pretty good. They lose about 30 pounds and now they're stuck. They're stuck in the the 270s and can't figure out, you know, how to break that plateau as it were, you know? They can increase the intensity of their workouts. They can do a a deep dive into their nutrition to make sure, did I really cut out everything? Or am I still holding on to Sunday, Sunday night football foods and pizza and different things like that because I've worked out all week. I deserve it on the weekend. You can blow everything that you work for during the week and blow it on the weekend. So we don't want to do that. Again, it's about changing your mindset. And so again, Appreciate where you are, no matter where you are, and and if this is the midway point for you, celebrate. <laughs> you know, if you reached your goal, celebrate, and just know that reaching your goal is still the start, because now you need to maintain it. is as hard as it may have been to get down to your goal weight, it's just as hard to maintain it without noticing it you can start creeping back up and put on 10 pounds within a month, okay? So let's transition to our sponsor, 
And I enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed it too. Let's transition to our sponsor. Okay, let's transition to our questions for this week. We have a question from Bobby. He says, my right knee, I've got pain in the IT band that only allows me to jog three quarters of a mile before the pain sets in. I'm considering doing a walk jog and see how it goes. What ratio would you recommend if I was to try and build up to a 5K? So I'm not sure if Bobby has heard about my run, walk, run that I have adopted, that I was taught by an Olympian, uh, writer for Runner's World magazine. Uh, I have not reached out to this mentor to, to get his exact age. I will do that so that I can let you guys know how old this person is that has created this run, walk, run system. But I, I needed to know more about Bobby's situation. So I did ask him some questions or whatnot. And he basically said, let's say that he can run an eight minute mile. Now, I will say that if he's experiencing trouble with his IT band and he can't get up to a mile of running, there's no way he should be running at an eight minute mile. Okay, at this particular time, because it's going to be too much, too fast, too soon. And so what I did recommend for him is to go out and do a mile at the best that he can. If he gets running to three quarters of a mile in and his knee starts to bother him and he has to walk that next quarter mile, then that is his mile time. And whatever that mile time is, then we need to uh, go from there. Let's say it's 10 minutes now. He's Bobby's very athletic. He's very fast. Uh, but with this injury, he's not going to be as fast as he once was. So now if it takes him 10 minutes to do that, well, now perhaps he's jogging at a 90 seconds and then walking for 30 seconds, repeating that for the distance in which he's going for. And you can do that type of workout and build yourself up from going from one mile up to the two miles, then up to 3.1, which is a 5K. Okay, so I definitely recommend that he takes it easy, ice after every single workout, put some heat on his knees before he even goes out so that when he goes, he will be able to have his ligaments nice, warmed up, loose, okay, even before he starts that jog, maybe even just going for a 10-minute walk to get it started, okay. Now, say, for example, he is able to do an eight-minute mile, but can't do it for three miles yet. He's only can do it for um, one mile. Well, that will place him on our run, walk, run ratio of three and a half minutes on with a 30 second walk break or four minutes on with a 30 second walk break. So thank you, Bobby, for that question. Anyone can uh, submit a question by emailing coach to That's C-O-A-C-H-T-A-D. R-I-S at gmail.com. Email your questions there. And in the subject bar, put question, the number four, and capital U. Question for you, okay? And submit your question. Also, if you connect with me on Facebook, Tadris Parker, or like our page, run to the best you. Keep calm and run to the best you. 
on our Facebook page, you can submit questions either to me personally or to the page itself. Our next question comes from Ed, and he's been doing good with the intermittent intermittent fasting. And he wanted to know about whether coffee would break his fast. Well, no, it does not. As long as you do not add cream to your coffee, you're good. He wanted to know about stevia. Well, stevia would break your fast. So black coffee is good. That's it. Black coffee, black tea, water, those things would not break your fast. Now, you add stevia to it, okay, that will give you an insulin response. And so, what to lead the, the podcast today, I talked about the so-called health benefits of stevia. So, stevia was uh, toted as the natural plant, you know, and it's better than sugar. And the way it was originally derived... And depending on where you get it from, it's still, it's, the, it's a, a healthy version for you. However, say for example, you go to your local shop, right? And you pick up the first box of Stevia you see. And it was made by a company that didn't have a problem putting aspartame in their sweeteners in the past. And they also wanted to say that, you know, these were good, healthy sugars, right? Well, if someone didn't have a problem putting these type of chemicals like aspartame in your products before, can you trust them to be the uh, the the most uh, honest when it comes to making a so-called sweetener? So, back in 2014, I was running this rate. I was training uh, uh, the core four of one of our me- our members, the core four I called them to run their first 5K. My wife calls me. She says, you don't have to to come right now. I have a friend at the hospital with me, but when you're done, come to the hospital. I got to have my uh, gallbladder taken out. And when we went there, when I went to the hospital after the training, um, I got to talking to the nurse and one of the nurses there don't remember how it came up, but stevia came up and she said that you have to be careful with buying stevia at certain places because if you look on the label, it has some additives in there that is not healthy. So I'm like, really? So that got me to go into my shot, right? I must I was on Google and I suggest, recommend that if you're going to take your health seriously, invest the time in looking up what's on the label. Okay, so there was the stevia that we used to buy had cellulose in it. And when I looked up cellulose, it was derived from wood that they put into cheese to give it a smooth texture. I'm sorry. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm recording this podcast on a, on a desk right now that's made out of wood. I'm, I'm not eating this. Okay, why would you? This is serious. They put wood chips. They 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 take some wood, and they find a way to get it into food. That just does not make sense. But it, it supposedly creates a smooth texture for the cheese. Um, I'm going to say that the uh, if you look at, let's say, I don't want to call brands out, but uh, Sharp 
cheddar cheese that's already grated in a bag that you will put on, uh, you know, taco meat or something like that. You look at the bag, it will have cellulose in it. Okay. What else can I tell you? So you want to make sure that if it's stevia, you look on the label and that's all that it has in it. I seen before I recorded this podcast, I was at the store today, looked at the back of a, a package. It had inulin in it. I have no idea what inulin is, but if I was if I was going to buy that box, I would want to Google it to make sure that there's no side effects with inulin. All right. So those are my questions for this week. I thank Ed and Bobby for submitting those questions. I would love to be able to feature one of your questions on a future podcast. And at this time, we're going to take a look at the week ahead. We have um, on Tuesday, we're going to be checking the, the members of the Keeping It Real Challenge they're going to be all checking in with me. I'm dying to see their results. There's some new t- uh, first timers in the challenge. So they typically get really excited after the first seven days. And some of them will like to stretch it out to 30 days, which that's what I recommend. And um, as you guys, if you follow me on Facebook, you will see a live video on Thursday of me announcing the winner of the challenge. Our challenges isn't based solely on how much weight the person lost. But the fact that, you know, they get a, it's a raffle, they get a free lunch. We, we show them at locally here, we have a salad work. So they're going to get a, a gift card to salad works. This particular challenge, we give out coffee mugs, branded coffee mugs with the keeping it real logo on it. And the keep calm and run to the best you logo on the other side. We might do shirts in the future. Uh, we got some prizes that we will give away for those that enter the challenge and the way you win the challenge. Again, isn't solely based on how much you uh, lose, but the fact that you completed the challenge to seven days, the fact that you were active and you did your workouts, even if you were an online participant and you took a selfie and tagged us in the selfie, you would get raffle tickets to go towards winning the prize for the week. Next Saturday, the, uh, the 22nd, we have a five-mile run in Atlantic City. It's a beach run. It's called the Bungalow uh, Bungalow 5K, okay? Bungalow Beach 5K. It's not a 5K. I apologize. <laughs> Five miler, I should say. And so we're excited about that as well as this is going to be the first week of training leading to a lot of our new members to the their first half marathon. And so with that being said, I just want to conclude with our motivational quote. And it's one of my favorites. I probably will end every show with this, but the best way to predict the future is to create it. So create goals for yourself that's going to help you be the healthiest version of yourself. The healthier you are, the more that you can do. The more you can do for your family. If you're a spiritual person, the more you can do for God. The more you can do for your the person that is helping to pay your bills by your boss, your, your job, your business. The more you can do with your family. Get out, have a great time with your family. Speaking of family, I actually took off Friday. I didn't uh, even tell my wife what I was doing. I took my son to Great Adventure. We had an amazing time and uh, we got on the new Wonder Woman ride. Then he took me straight to Nitro. Boy, tried to get me sick. You know, Wonder Woman was crazy. Um, that That was an amazing time. And I'm glad that I had the health to be able to run around with him, to do things with him. And 
listen, if we're going to be around to 70, 80 years old, we want to make sure that, that we're healthy and being able to do, uh, enjoy the time that we have left. So that's my time for today. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast so you can get notifications as to when they're dropping. Um, check out our YouTube which is Keep Calm and Run to the Best You. I do video vlogs on there. My Facebook is Tadris Parker. And also we have the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You page. We also on Instagram, Run to the Best You. That's my time for today. See you guys later. Create memories with us. Keep calm and run to the best you. Bye.